Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 220 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We are gathering great leaders together from all over the globe, and we are focusing on personal and leadership development and becoming significant influencers in our world. Hey, on today's program, I'm so excited to introduce you to a legend and a friend. We're going to be talking about a number of things, not the least of which is living fully alive. It's an interview with my dear friend, Ken Davis. Well, I could not be more excited today to introduce you to someone who has had a major impact in my life. In fact, you've heard me speak about the journey that I've been on the last five years, and that journey began in 2012. And you've also heard me talk about often that when you are transitioning or moving up in life, It is those key relationships that God sends into your life that make such a difference. Well, my guest today has been one of those key relationships. Ken Davis is one of the country's most sought-after motivational and inspirational speakers. This guy is hilarious, but so deeply insightful. Uh, I'm so just enamored and uh, overjoyed to bring you someone of this caliber He carries such wisdom, but yet such wit. And he's an award-winning author, has written 12 books, had a feature film developed around his last book, which we'll be talking about today. He's the president of Ken Davis Productions and Lighten Up Ministries and travels the world. Lives in Franklin, Tennessee, one of my favorite places to visit. I wouldn't mind living there, actually. And uh, has been married to his beautiful wife, Diane, for many, many years five grandchildren, two daughters, and uh, just is a beautiful person altogether. I tell you what, I could go on and on about Ken Davis, but right now I just want to take you to the interview and allow you to enjoy and to glean from and to sit at the feet of a wonderful human being, a dear friend, a wise sensei, a funny guy. Let's go right now to my interview with Ken Davis. Ken Davis, welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast for the first time. It's a pleasure to have you with us, man. Well, it's great to be with you, Brian. This is this is exciting. Well, I tell you, I just gave you quite the introduction, and I, I almost read your bio word for word, then I realized that you wrote it, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but uh, great to have you, man. I, I will share this right on the front end of our discussion today, and I alluded to this briefly in my intro you have had a major impact in my life. And it's not that you and I have spent like countless hours together or that I've been in your living room yet or anything like that. But notice I said yet, uh, <laughs> which means I just sort of backhandedly invited myself to your home. Uh, but I've it, seen you driving by, though. <laughs> yeah, peeking in the windows. That was me in your backyard last week. That's uh, right. Uh, but, I, you know, the thing is, is that... Uh, mentorship and 
role models and people who have lived a little bit more life than you can be so valuable if you know how mm-hmm. to leverage that and use that. And man, uh, the times you have spoken into my life, your books, your audios, the things that you've taught over the years, my gosh, man, especially this last transitional season for me, you have had a major impact and played a big role. And I want to just say thank you. Oh, you're very, very welcome. And you, I'm, I'm just honored that you would feel that way. Well, you know, it's always good to have people who have had a few more miles on their car uh, because they, <laughs> they can tell you a little bit about the potholes to expect up ahead and those kinds of things. That's great stuff. Ken, give our audience a little background on you, just just kind of the, you know, the two, three, four minute version of, of who Ken okay. Davis is, where he came from, just a little bit of your story. Then we'll get into the other part in a few minutes here. Okay. Uh, country boy grew up in northern Minnesota on a farm. Um a little tiny kid that experienced a lot of bullying in uh, high school and uh, quickly discovered that humor and communication was a way to avoid pain. And, uh, and then as a person with, uh, you know, pretty low self-worth, uh, uh, also found out that it, it would really, it helped make people like me. And then one day found out that it could change lives. And so my life, literally for the last 40, uh, almost 50 years, has been involved in communication, using humor uh, extensively in communication to make people's lives uh, better. From being involved in a youth program years and years ago called Youth for Christ to moving through life to where I was working in corporations and then developed uh, Ken Davis Incorporated because I really wanted to leave people with something every single time that when they went home, it would help them with their marriage, help them with their kids and help them with their life. So that's where I am. That's where I am now. I'm uh, 70, by the way. Come on. And still, still uh, people are still calling. I, I think it's because they don't know how bad I really am. <laughs> well, you're 20 years my senior, and I, I'm going to just rebut what you just said there. And that is that, you, man... You still have it. I, I have yet to hear you speak when I wasn't in stitches. And wow. uh, and Thanks. the funny thing is, is that I've heard some of the same jokes and some of the same punchlines a half a dozen times or more. And every time I'm just like, punch me in the gut, I'm done. <laughs> it is so awesome because you have such a powerful ability. God has really graced you with a gift to well, to not only make people laugh, but your communication style and your message is so poignant and so powerful. And gosh, man, if you don't know who Ken Davis is and you've not just hit YouTube and at least get some samplings of this incredible guy right here, Ken, what I've heard this story and I've read your books and, and a couple of your books, actually Uh, one of them that powerfully impacted me was the book fully alive, which you wrote, I think maybe four years ago, four or five. Yeah. yeah, it's actually been uh, almost six years ago now, I think, that that book was written. I, I read that book when it first came out. It was just about the time we met, and uh, I read it in a cursory sort of a way. Great content, made a lot of sense. I knew instinctively that it was correct and right and would be good for me, but it's like other things. If a person's not at a stage of their life or in a particular mindset at that moment to implement and to make some changes, it may or may not resonate. And that's kind of where I was a few years ago. I was focused on other things. I came back around in 2016 and I read the book again, this time 
somehow I was so ready to hear that. Mm. This is no joke, man. I listened to it on audiobook, and I also went through the physical book, highlighted, marked it up, did the whole deal. But I would listen to it in the mornings as I was doing my morning walk. And people in the neighborhood must have thought I was a basket case or weird because this is no joke. I was wiping tears onto my sweatshirt mm. and snot mm. onto my T-shirts. I mean, I came back with all this gunk on my deal. My wife says, what's the deal? You know, and I'm like, oh, Ken's just been jacking with me this morning because that book uh, powerfully changed my life, especially as I've been approaching uh, my most recent birthday, which happens to be uh, this week at the time of this recording, and I'm turning 50. So I've been thinking about a lot of things. Tell us the backdrop for the book and the story fully alive. Well, I have been very fortunate, and thank you for those kind words. I have been very fortunate that uh, from the time I was about 24, 25 years old, to never wake up in the morning without there being some kind of demand for the way uh, God had created me to communicate and uh, the the humor. There were I, I never had to hire people to make calls. The calls were coming in at a rate faster than I could handle them. And at about 65 years old, I found myself in a, in a unique situation. Um, I would say this, I, I literally found myself there. I didn't know I was there, but I found myself there. And this was the unique situation. I was, uh, I don't know how to put this. I was, uh, dying in the midst of success. Wow. Uh, I was leaning on, uh, my success, my career, my effectiveness in ministry to people and young people. Uh, I was leaning on the fact that someone had whispered in my ear, you don't have to work another day in your life. I was coasting. Uh, I, the, the fire that drives us, uh, he, here's maybe what happened, that unlike now, where the fire that drives me is the impact I know that I can have on people's lives. The fire that drove me was to build a successful career. Well, there I was standing on top of the mountain at 65 years old, retirement age, which I, I just hate that word. Me too. And, <laughs> you too? Oh, I mean, I can't, I don't believe, I don't think retirement's even biblical or, or yeah. moral. <laughs> That's right. I was standing at the, at the peak of that mountain uh, coasting toward the finish line. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, when you find yourself coasting toward the finish line, you're in a very precarious position because something about that kind of spirit causes the finish line to come running toward you. Mm. Uh, you many people retire, they quit, they've lost, the re they've lost track of the reason that they're really living, and they begin to die, and that was me. A person took a picture of me at the beach I actually look like a walking manatee. Um, I weighed uh, 200, almost 250 some pounds. I don't remember the exact numbers right now. I was holding the hand of a little girl that would become very instrumental in, in uh, me becoming fully alive. And when I saw the picture, I realized this was not a picture of a big rear end. And it was big. Uh, this was a picture of a soul, a bloated soul that had forgot uh, who brought him to the dance, uh, mm. the, that the good Lord was the one that brought me to the dance and that he wasn't done with me yet. And I was leaning on things that don't, don't bring satisfaction. I, I mean, 
it seems like when you reach what you've always dreamed of and then realize, wait a minute, there's something here that's bigger than this. And definitely what was bigger was uh, what now drives me. I can't go as much. I mean, I don't want to go as much. Uh, Delta Airlines, nice airline and everything, but uh, I, I don't want to get on an airplane. I don't want people touching me before I get on the airplane. Uh, <laughs> but I want to impact lives. Yeah. And so Fully Alive is a book about that realization, the impact of certain places where God drove stakes into my life. When my little four-year-old granddaughter was lost in the wilderness of Colorado, walked away from a campsite and disappeared into just total wilderness. Um, uh, when I was sliding down a road going 40 miles an hour, and I remember thinking after I crashed, if only my, my life could feel like this again. Uh, not, not meaning I wanted to crash all the time, but just the thrill <laughs> of that, that experience. Um, and the book talks about several places where those stakes were driven into my life. And uh, this is what's fascinating. You know, from a, I come from a faith-based background, and I think people expect that suddenly the clouds opened on that beach and God spoke to me directly. The only thing that I heard on that beach was this, get a hold of yourself. And so I, uh, when, I, when I saw that picture, I decided to sign up to compete in a triathlon. At, uh, I think it was about 65 years of age. I, I was going to compete wow. in a triathlon. This is so backwards. But here's what I discovered. That the physical is tied to the spiritual, is tied to the mental and the social. In training for the triathlon, Brian, I lost 40 pounds. And f with the first 10 pounds that I lost, I wasn't on a diet. I was just getting healthy. I was beginning to feel the wind in my face again. I, I was doing things that I couldn't do. I was running and walking and swimming. And, and suddenly I realized I'm not done yet. This is, I, I was doing some of these things better than I had ever in my life. Mm. And uh, I lost 40 pounds. With the first 10 pounds, my life began to change. And then in the midst of all of that change, I, I, I entered my first triathlon and um, I took second, um, not over everybody. And by the way, this isn't for the, for your listeners, this isn't that, um, Iron Man thing, you know, where people pass away in the water and stuff. This is more <laughs> like a, a, a styrofoam person triathlon. It didn't matter. I came across the finish line, took second in my age group. And there were a lot of people my age in that group. I took second in my age group and I was weeping like you walking, I, w I was weeping uncontrollably. I didn't even know I had won any award at all. All I knew is that in that particular race, I had left nothing on that course. Wow. I had, I had expended everything I had when my chest crossed the finish line. And somehow uh, the good Lord spoke to me in that moment and said, that's what I want you to do with your life. Now let's get, let's get busy with the other areas of your life. And it was a complete transformation. There's pictures in the book that'll, that kind of astound people even today. And so as you, as you kind of engaged that quest to discover what it meant to live fully alive again, uh, there were a number of little things and incidents that happened along the way that 
only reinforce that. I, you mentioned a moment ago the incident with your with your granddaughter. Tell tell the story, just a short version of it, but just yeah. give people a little more about that because that was also one of those monumental pieces that just awakened you to something. Yeah. Uh, she had uh, followed me into the woods to cut wood in this remote camp, not a campground. We had established a camp. Right. This is in, in the in, mountains of Colorado. Yeah. Yep. 10,500 feet. Uh, and uh, we had established a little camp and I went to break up, drag some trees back and I didn't want her to get hurt. So I sent her back to the campsite with a stick, a little stick so that she'd be happy. Take this to grandma. And she got uh, halfway there and basically in her little four-year-old wine, mind went, uh, baloney, I want to be with grandpa. So she dropped the stick and walked into the woods looking for me and I was gone. Oh man. And so, so, um, she just, I, nobody knew. I mean, her grandmother thought she was with me. I thought she was with her grandmother. So 45 minutes to an hour passed before we even knew she was missing. When I finally got back to the camp, uh, uh, my wife said, where is, where is Jaden? And I said, well, I was, you know, I thought she was here with you. And then all panic broke loose to make a long story short. Uh, it was for some hours of terror. Mm. I ran in every direction I could possibly run. I'm very familiar with this area. I remember walking by the river praying, please not in this little river. I thought maybe she had fallen in there. Um, and then I went through a swampy area and and finally fell in a small, shallow pool of quagmire. And um, I had nothing left, Brian. It chokes me up even thinking. About it. I had nothing left. I couldn't even get up out of the... I couldn't move. And so there I prayed, God, please, um, you can have everything. Now think of this. I was leaning on all of these things. All of those things, my... My retirement account, my success, my career, I owned an airplane, I owned a couple of homes. I said, you can have all of that. Please bring this baby back. That's all I ask. Mm. And, and the book tells the whole story, but little did I know that uh, at about that time, a teacher and her husband had gone up to hike up to the top of these mountains. And above tree line, two and a half miles above our camp, they saw a, a splash of color and thought someone had dropped a, a backpack or something and went over and there was my little granddaughter. Oh. It was it was God's way of answering my prayer. I'll tell you, this was hilarious. They asked her, uh, are you okay? And my granddaughter said, I cannot talk to you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the teacher said, oh, you think I'm a stranger? I'm not a stranger. I'm a teacher. My name is Molly. Are you okay? And my granddaughter exploded into her arms, tears flowing from her eyes and said, my grandpa is lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was in the, in the book. I say she was right, but I was about to be found. And so oh, that, wow. that's the story of her, the great rescue. Uh, I'm so grateful, so grateful for it. Yep. So how, how has the, this concept and philosophy of living fully alive translated in your life? Uh, you mentioned a while ago about the different areas of your life. I would expect that from that experience, you you began to explore your spiritual life, your your heart, oh. your emotions, the broken places in you from oh. childhood, all that stuff. How did that all kind of walk itself out over the next number of months and years? Well, and, and it's still walking itself out. It, oh, yeah. it, it's still there because uh, in 20 years, you'll experience another phase of life where 
your career, your desire, your your heartbeat has to remain the same. That's why I say I would I discovered what's most important for me. Mm. Um, I would say it walked itself out in this way. I, I realized that if I was to continue to be what God wanted me to be and do what God wanted me to be, I had to stay healthy. Oh yeah. So the health, the health part of it became very important. I, I could no longer just eat anything I wanted. I could no longer not take care of my body. I, I read a book, by the way, called Younger Next Year, which mm-hmm. isn't a faith-based book at all, but which was a life changer for me on how instead of just slowly decaying until we die, why not reach that plateau where we begin to, the age slowly takes its effect on us, and then one day uh, we're gone instead of finishing out in a wheelchair or in a walker because we never took care of this body. So that physical part continued. But as far as the spiritual part is concerned, it was this. Realizing that ministry, which I had a very successful ministry, uh, leading people to faith in God, faith in Christ. I had a very successful ministry. Ministry is not what it's about. Yeah. Oh, boy. What it's about is staying connected with the person that the ministry is about. There you go. And I had I had lost that connection. I, uh-huh. I mean, I'm very open about that. I had lost that connection. Mm. I, I, that's why I pray for pastors and youth workers and stuff who, who I think they have a target on the back of their heads because it is very, very easy to fall out of relationship with the very one that brought us to what we call ministry now. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what had happened. I think people uh, think when they read the book, well, I wonder what terrible thing he was into. I was into the same thing that the Apostle Peter was into when he jumped out of the boat and was walking on the water, going toward mm-hmm. the Lord. He took his eyes off the one that could keep him on top of the water. Yeah, yeah. And he started looking at the water and all of the stuff around him and how dangerous it was, and he, he started to sink. So th- I am still in the process of daily trying to reestablish that relationship. In As you know, and I don't know how many of your listeners are faith-based and some people are A lot of them in are. Our, pardon? A lot of them are. Yes. Well, here's the deal. Those who are know that part of what keeps us connected with God is keeping connected with what he's written, what he said. And, and I realized I had lost that connection. Mm. Uh, I, I, I already knew those things. Why would I keep reading? I know them. I studied them. I, you know, studied to be in the ministry. Well, because that's, that's the way God speaks to us. That word is powerful and it speaks into our lives. And then as we respond to it, we get to see him work. And so I'm just admitting to people what I think a lot of people experience. I don't think there's a lot of people out there go, going, you know, I'm going to turn my back on God. That wasn't my attitude. Sure. I just had, I had a lot of stuff and I was too busy looking at my stuff and enjoying my stuff and thinking that my uh, success would lead to a life where I would play golf for the rest of my life. That's not going to happen. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons that's not going to happen is I can't keep the golf balls out of water and sand. (laughs) (laughs) I I would die after the first six games. Oh, that's awesome. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the path. Socially, I had become disconnected. 
when you live the kind of lifestyle I live, your social life is uh, saying hello at the front desk, checking out when you yeah. leave, oh, man, yeah. saying hello at the airport, uh, getting off the plane, spending a few precious days with your family. Uh, I, I am committed now to getting to know the neighbors that live around me. I've lived here for 15 years and I don't know these people. That's dead wrong. Yeah. That is just dead wrong. Uh, I have been involved in a church where I go and listen to what happens in church. I want to be involved. I want to be involved in those people's lives. So using the same skills, I have no desire anymore to get more popular, to speak more, to become more quote unquote successful. I want to be fulfilled by touching the lives of people who live within a radius of my home. Wow. That's awesome. I tell you what, uh, I, I set a modest goal each year uh, of reading one book a month, one meaningful book a month, something p- to mm-hmm. develop my heart, my spirit, my soul, something, my business, whatever. Uh, last year, I read 15 books. The book Fully Alive, far and away, had the greatest impact on all the mm. sections of my life. Because what I've learned is is that uh, I think the, the Bible says you know, as the soul prospers, so uh, however healthy your soul is, that's how you're going to prosper in every area of your life. And right. and what yeah. I have found is is that uh, what you've just described is a lot of people that I meet, and it's me. It's been me, where I'm doing the deal, I'm mm-hmm. I'm striving for success and influence and meaning and all these things, and yet while I'm going for the deal the things that really matter are falling by the wayside, beginning with a very powerful, intimate, personal relationship with my creator. Mm-hmm. And so, man, mm-hmm. you that book wrecked me because I was look. that book was a massive mirror that I could not escape. It made me mm. look at the real condition of my heart, my body, my soul, all of it. And uh, so I, I tell you, man, I, I want to recommend to my audience that every person that hears this podcast you must buy the book. You can go to kendavis.com and get it, or you can go to Amazon or wherever it is you buy books. But whatever you do, get this book. And if you really want to go to the next level, uh, rent or purchase the the movie. Because they they took your story, this story, and made a documentary out of it, right? Mm -hmm. They did. Uh, It's a, I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like a HBO comedy special on a message steroid. Uh, in other words, it has the powerful impact of the book, but it's wrapped in a lot of fun humor, a, uh, you know, an auditorium full of people who are laughing until they need medical attention. That, <laughs> that's the kind of thing it is. But it, it still has the message. It's so funny because people say, well, I read the book. Do I need to watch? Yeah, it's totally, it's the same message, but it's delivered in a totally different package. Well, I, I will make this guarantee to those that follow our message and our voice and the things that we do here at brianholmes.com. If you get that book, and if you will read the book, don't just buy it and decide you don't want it. But if you, re- if you read that book and it doesn't change your life, I'll send you a book of mine just as a gift, just a freebie. Because I'm telling you, if you read that book and apply the principles in it, it will not it will wreck you in a good way, but it will turn your life in a trajectory that will change your life forever. I promise you that. I want to switch gears on you here, Ken, a little bit uh, because okay. this another way that you impacted my life. I have been speaking, as you know, for 27 or 28 years 
like mm-hmm. doing it as a profession, getting paid to speak. Uh, and about four years ago, I had the privilege of coming to one of your training conferences because you have another business where you train speakers how to effectively prepare and deliver presentations, whether it's in the boardroom, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's in front of a big audience. And it's called the SCORE Conference. And if only I had had that training 20 years ago, Mm. and I really mean that. I'm a very strong communicator, love speaking. I I do quite a bit of it, about 140 days a year, (laughs) too many. Uh, but But here's the deal. That training fundamentally changed the way I prepare and deliver my my speeches. And uh, I, it meant so much to me. I sent my staff. I sent my wife. Mm. I have referred, I don't know how many dozens of other people over the last five years. Uh, tell us a little bit about how that came about and what it is and why those that desire to become strong, good communicators should take part in it. Well, I, I would just say it this way, that the SCORE conference, more than anything else, handles something that is so often overlooked in in the preparation of speech. And this one thing is what gives confidence to a speaker, whether he is delivering a keynote or she is delivering a keynote or asked to do a five-minute talk. And that is this. It shows people the power of focus. Mm-hmm. It shows people that a talk is more than just a bunch of stories or a bunch of ideas strung together in hopes that someone will get something that will nourish them. And how to prepare in such a way that there is a specific objective and everything you say in the speech leads to that objective. And when people leave, rather than saying that was really good, that was a good speaker, they know what it is they need to do next. They know what it is they need to buy. They know what steps they need to do to come to faith, whatever it might be. And it's it, it just changes. We did a survey that found out that uh, 75, over 75 percent of the people that leave a communication situation have no idea what the speaker wanted to accomplish. They have no idea why they were sitting there. Yep. This reverses, completely reverses that statistic. And uh, in this day and age when communication is so, um, it really is messed up, when it is so um, scattered and so random and so in the name of creativity mm, oh yeah uh, that um, this just changes everything it is a life changer so we teach people to prepare with focus deliver with clarity and speak with power and whether you're in the marketplace or whether you are in ministry or whatever it might be it's a life changer and we have we've been doing it for 30 years we have hundreds and hundreds of people who testify to the fact that it changed the effectiveness of their communication forever. Well, I will tell you, it did mine, and it has mine, and uh, I pastored a church for a long time. My, my audience knows this, and in those years, and I travel to a lot of churches, and I will tell you, and I, I'm not being critical or in any way uh, dishonoring or disrespectful here, but so much of what happens in what is classical church ministry is really pitiful communication because mm-hmm. a lot is being said but nothing's being heard mm-hmm. and so uh i tell you what man it for every if there's a ministry leader out there a pastor uh, a youth pastor as you mentioned a moment ago anyone who speaks in front of people in that context or if you lead meetings i i would even find this methodology oh, to yeah. be powerful in structuring an effective meeting i'm talking about like a boardroom meeting or a company mm-hmm. meeting or a business meeting 
And so I, I just I can't say enough about that. And I want to uh, to encourage all of our audience members, if you are a communicator, and by the way, that's pretty much all of us in some way, uh, and you want to take that part of your leadership to the next level, this is something you really should consider. And uh, we'll have information for you in our show notes about that as well. Ken, as we close up here, man, uh, I, I have a great passion to develop people. In fact, uh, for years, I was concerned with building a church, and then I realized it was really about building people. And so I've, I've shifted my focus now and really lasered in on that. One part of that is I believe everybody is born to lead. Everybody's born to administer influence in some way, in some area of life. As you've done this in your area of life, what's one of the major leadership principles that has really guided you on your journey? What's one thing you could leave with our group today? I would say that on a on a um, continuum, you can't take people further than you've gone. Oh, wow. That on, only as you continue to seek excellence, as you continue to read, as you continue to develop as a spiritual being, as a physical being, can you encourage people to move beyond where they're stuck. So uh, that's the major thing that I've learned. It's part of that whole fully alive, uh, that aha moment at, at, at the beach. How, how much more effective, even since then, my life has been because I, I, dis- I took the time to discover where I was and where I needed to be and started to live again. So that would be the, the number one thing. And that's a, I, I don't say that like this. Uh, so I've learned this and you should learn it too. I'm learning it every single day. That's awesome. So how can people connect with you? Uh, I know obviously I've mentioned your website, but what's the best way for them to get on your mailing list, connect with you on a regular basis, listen to your podcast, etc.? cetera? Uh, the best way is through the website. Uh, we do a, a, a blog uh, on a continuous basis that's a, a reflection of our personality, uh, crazy fun and um, – uh, leadership principles and spiritual prim- principles all woven together. Uh, and uh, you can get on our mailing list there and receive that. And then when it comes, you can go, well, I don't have time today. And But we, we don't overwhelm people with, uh, you know, uh, all kinds of uh, stuff. We just try to bring them stuff that will change, uh, change uh, and impact their lives in a powerful way. And uh, everything else is there. The book is there. The uh, DVD they made of the movie, it's gone to DVD now. It went there rather quickly. Um, uh, in fact, they were selling that DVD right in the theater where I first saw my movie. But anyway, they uh, they got oh, that was wow. a that was a joke. Brian, hello, hello, I got you. I supposed you. to be laughter on your side. <laughs> yeah, I got you. No, I, I know these these iPhones. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But anyway, uh, that's that's the best place to connect with us. And if you like what you see and you want to get a little bit of a regular connection, that's it. The same thing is there. Our SCORE conference is there, and uh, it'll also be in your show notes. That's coming up in May, and so that's the best way to connect with us. It's so fun to not be uh, living in a sphere of desperation. Please, I hope people come so that we can survive. But it's so fun to live in a severe of uh, or a uh, sphere of enabling people. Yeah. So we hope people come so we can impact their lives. That's just, oh man, that's a fun stage to be at. Ken Davis, I love you. I honor you. I respect you, and I'm so grateful for you, man. And thank you for taking time out of your 
a crazy busy schedule and your 70 year retirement phase here to uh, to be with me on this program today. We are honored. Hey, it is my my honor and my privilege. And hey, stop driving by real slow with your lights off. Just come on in. <laughs> okay, man, I'll do it. <laughs> okay, All right, buddy. Take care, man. Thank you so much and have a great one. Thanks. What an incredible interview with Ken Davis. I know that had an impact on you and we just didn't have enough time. So, hey, go to KenDavis.com, KenDavis.com. Order the book, get the video, plug in, get the audio book. Uh, Whatever you need to do, Fully Alive is a powerful, powerful, life-changing resource for you. I also want to tell you that... uh, you can find out more about the SCORE conference at brianholmes.com forward slash SCORE. brianholmes.com forward slash SCORE. And let me spell SCORE for you because it's C-S, excuse me, S-C-O-R-R-E. So S-C-O-R-R-E. So brianholmes.com forward slash S-C-O-R-R-E. And that will take you to a page. Uh, If you happen to go through to register, here's something that Ken offered to me when we went offline. Anyone who uses the discount code HOLMES, H-O-L-M-E-S, that's my last name, the discount code code HOLMES, H-O-L-M-E-S, they're going to give you $100 off the registration fee for the SCORE conference. So brianholmes.com forward slash score. Be sure to use the code Holmes for your discount. So uh, you can find all the show notes for this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 220. We encourage you to check that out. And I want to take a couple of minutes here and remind you of this. If you didn't hear episode number 216, you might not recognize that song, but we are in the middle of my 50th birthday celebration sweepstakes, and uh, my gosh, we're giving away some crazy stuff. Uh, The first week was an Amazon gift card worth $100. The second week uh, was an iPad keyboard case by Clamcase Pro. And I think the third week is my essentials, my strategic living essentials library, which is over $250 worth of my must read book collection. And uh, then I think it's next week, the big one, uh, it's going to be a Nespresso coffee machine. Oh my gosh, a Nespresso coffee machine, which is my most favorite appliance in the whole house. And then it just keeps going up from there. Uh, We're going to be giving away almost $10,000 worth of prizes as I celebrate my 50th year. My first 50 years, I wanted to be giving gifts to you. So be sure to go to brianholmes.com forward slash 50, brianholmes.com forward slash five zero to enter the sweepstakes. Hey, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our weekly email updates And uh, do share this episode with your friends on social media. We want everyone to know about what's happening here at brianhomes.com. And be sure to share the sweepstakes because everybody can enter and everybody has a chance. And by the way, on the sweepstakes, once you enter the promotion, uh, the contest, when you share it via email, LinkedIn, Google Plus with your special link, whatever it is you do on Facebook, Twitter, etc., 
it actually gives you more entries into the contest, which increases your chances of winning. So be sure to check that out. One last thing. We are down to one seat. I believe it is one or two seats left in our Strategic Influencers Mastermind group. Hey, it's still January. If you're still on the fence about taking your life and your leadership, your business to the next level, in the context of a collaborative group, a mastermind group, I want you to go to brianholmes.com forward slash mastermind. Check out the information there. And if you're interested in applying for a seat or having a discussion with me about the possibility uh, to see if maybe it's a good fit for you, then there's an application there. You can submit that. One of my staff members will contact you and we'll be in touch. Everybody, it's been an awesome pleasure having you with us today. And I want to say once again, Happy New Year, but let's get after it. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.